Hello and welcome back to Journey Life Together, a self-improvement podcast. For those of you who are new to us, this podcast channel is where we share knowledge and life skills to enable you to navigate through challenges you may face in different seasons of life. I'm your host Roland, a clinical counsellor, marriage and family therapist and also a relationship coach. Allow me to be your guide to journey life together. If you'd like to find out why we do this podcast, feel free to check out our trailer. For now, we are on to season 2 of our podcast. In this season, the focus is on guiding you to build up your sense of self. And this week, I will share on self-love and how it is different from selfless love and why it is also not selfish love. If you're ready, let's slow down and count down together on 5, 4, 3, 2, and 1. Let's take a deep breath in from your nose and exhale from your mouth. Let's begin this journey. Hello friends and welcome to another episode of Journey Life Together. We have come to the final episode of Season 2, so this is the season finale. A brief recap in Season 2, the theme is on self and the goal is to learn how to build up our sense of self. I've covered a range of topics from self-esteem, self-care, self-worth, self-efficacy, self-image and the recent episode on self-control. Although not exhaustive, there are other concepts of self I've not yet covered, but what I've selected I believe are the important pillars of self that everyone universally needs to navigate life. In this season finale, I will share on an important topic called self-love. Picture self-love sitting right in the middle of the web, where all the aspects of self I've covered earlier on are interlaced and connected to its centre. If we define our self-worth from our performance at work or from the approval of others, it is hard to say that we have learned how to love ourselves well. It is when we are able to love ourselves well enough, we can then practice self-care, set healthy boundaries with others, make effort to improve our self-image to gain confidence in a healthy way, and exercise self-control. Also, we can look after our needs at its deepest level. You see, self-love is so important and is so central and pivotal to the formation of our sense of self, yet it is one of the hardest to cultivate and master. This is so for various reasons. One of them is that because of a lack of awareness or a deep understanding of what exactly self-love is. Today in modern psychology, you will find many articles on the internet and also social media dedicated to educate the concept of self-love. You may hear quotes like this, self-love is not selfish. This holds true if you are someone who holds high regard for others but have very little regards for yourself to the extent you often sacrifice your needs to meet the needs of others. This isn't healthy for your overall personal well-being. 
However, if all of your focus is on yourself and you hold very little regards for others to be involved or to show up or to be concerned for the needs of others around you, then this love can be perceived as a selfish love. This isn't helpful either because it can impact your relational well-being. It can affect you from forming deep and meaningful bonds with the people who are closest to you. So in order to master self-love, you must learn to hold a balanced perspective, one that helps you see that self-love is neither selfish love nor is it selfless love. What I shared presents two extremes of the perspective of self-love. It represents the way we love or how we choose to love. Picture a scale on one extreme, it says love me, and on the other spectrum, it says love others. Which side of the spectrum do you think you are at? It is hard to sit perfectly in a sweet spot, and we may tend to lean to one spectrum more than the other. Perhaps over the growing years, we may have learned and conditioned ourselves to love in a certain manner that can remain unconscious to us if we are not aware. While there are no right or wrong, each of the spectrum presents its unique strengths and challenges. Suppose you are someone who knows how to love yourself more, it will be easy to practice self-care, set boundaries with others. But when you are too caught up asserting and expressing your needs, you may lose sight of the needs of others. As you set yourself up with expectations for your needs to be met by others, and when that ideal doesn't happen, you may have to deal with the disappointment and can come to into a state where you ruminate on an unhelpful perspective of how others have failed you. Not being able to deal with this disappointment can lead to frustrations. Subsequently, you may even feel too tired to continue loving others because they will never understand you the way you hope they can. Dear friends, is this someone you? Suppose you straddle on the other extreme where your focus narrow towards loving others more. This is when some may lose themselves in the process of loving someone. To accommodate to the person you love more, you are willing to sacrifice your need to make the other person happy. While you may feel happy when the person you love is happy, you may also feel affected easily when you see the person you love being unhappy with you. And this can spiral downwards to a state where you keep thinking about what you can do to make the person happy. This can lead one to lose the ability to reason what is right or wrong in a relationship dispute, to discern what is worth compromising and what is not. This is unhelpful for conflict resolutions which demands us to be able to understand both the needs of others as well as ourselves. So both parties can then collaboratively find a solution, a middle ground, a better way to adapt or adjust to each other better. Dear friends, is this someone you? Which side of the extremes do you lean towards? I'd like to emphasize again that it is hard for one to be in the sweet spot of being in the perfect balance of these two extremes. And this is fine because we're not perfect. No one is. We are all on a journey of learning 
to perfect the way we love and this needs time. It also requires self-awareness, guidance and above all personal effort to truly practice and master the art of self-love. I hope as you are listening to this podcast episode, it helps you to be aware of your starting point of where you are on this extreme and I'd like to encourage that it's okay to know that this is your starting point and this is not the end point. So let's embark on a journey together towards a better way of loving yourself. Let's learn this definition by Brain and Behaviour Research Foundation. I find their definition of self-love very foundational and meaningful. It explains that self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself, I say again, state of appreciation for oneself that grows from action that support our physical, psychological and spiritual growth. Meaning to say that when you're able to appreciate yourself out of this being, of being who you are, it spills over to your doing, to how you look after yourself holistically, how you look after your body, your emotions, and be able to find deep meaning and purpose in life to keep you going and growing. It has to say that to do so, in order to practice self-love, you need to have a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. This involves learning to take care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love is not settling for less than what we deserve. I think we can infer from this definition that it is unhelpful if you're on the extreme edge of selfless love. If this is where we are, I think we need to relearn to love and care for ourselves before we learn to care for others. An article from Psychology Today explains that people struggle to love themselves because they feel bad for asserting their needs to their partners or loved ones. This is so because of a feeling of inadequacy, a feeling of I'm not good enough that leads one to believe that they don't deserve to have their needs met. The article continues to explain that this may be because of our early childhood experiences, for example, when parents have failed to praise you or support your accomplishment in school when you were young or largely ignored you which leads you to conclude that they didn't care about you which then leads you to conclude that you're not worth caring about. This narrative of I'm not worthy enough of care and love once embedded in one's mind becomes extraordinarily difficult to disbelieve it. And in the same vein, instead of concluding that I'm not worthy of love, in the same response to the similar feelings of being ignored, rejected, and isolated as a child, can repulse a person to the other extreme as well, with a deep desire of wanting to be acknowledged, respected, and treated as special. In doing so, one may assert high standards on others often wanting to make a situation good or help a person get better at where they are. Or the aim is to gain the 
deep sense of control of situations and it may stem from good intentions, it can also set others unease when they're not able to meet up with the standards you have for them. Perhaps this may be unintentional, but this form of loving may be perceived by others as selfish because it involves withholding yourself from your vulnerabilities with others. Deeper down, this may stem from an unrecognized feelings of insecurity or even inferiority. The article from Psychology Today adds that such a person may be incapable of bonding. This can affect the formation of deep and meaningful relationship with people around us. Dear friends, to set ourselves on the right track on a healthy growth pathway of self-love, I believe we must first learn to recognize that it is not helpful to be at the age, at the extreme of selfless love where we love others without a sense of self. Neither will it be beneficial if we are at the extreme of selfish love where knowingly or unknowingly we are loving ourselves without a sense of others. For some, the journey of mastering self-love may require the renewing of perspective. For others, it requires practice and this involves unlearning and relearning how to love yourself. Arriving at the balance is the goal and destination, which is different depends on which side of the extreme you are at. Suppose you are leaning to the side on selfless love, I think the goal then is to learn how to love yourself better. This involves learning to prioritize yourself first before you prioritize others. Learning to be aware of your needs and not be shy to let others know, to express your needs to others. And pull the e-brake of wanting to compromise for someone else and learn to say no. You need to learn to process your fears and speaking up and letting others know what you are really feeling or thinking or what you really desire and know that in doing so, you are being kind to yourself. For friends out there who are at the other edge, where you have learned to love yourself, you are highly independent of doing so. I think there's a journey of learning to pause and slow down and think about what are some of the needs of the people around you, what is their concerns, understand the situation from a helicopter point of view. We are looking at it from a macro point of view. When you want to do good to someone or to a situation, you may want to make something better because you want to protect the people around you, you want to make good what is not. In doing so, learn to communicate this at a deeper level, share your feelings, share what's vulnerable, or what you're concerned about, so others will understand you at a deeper level. Help them to know that you care about their opinion as well, you value them as well. I hope as you do so, we are able to find that balance to bring you back to the center where you can learn to practice what it means to love others as you love thyself.
this is a very old saying I've heard and I believe that it holds true through ages. To love others, you must first love yourself. It's like a cup. A cup, when it is empty, if you pour water in, it's like pouring love into the cup. If the cup has a lot of holes, it doesn't hold any water at all. I hope that after listening to this episode, your cup will be overflowing with love because you have learned to look after yourself, you plug in all the holes. And when that happens, the love that you have for yourself outpours to those around you. And with this, it enables you to make meaningful connections. It enriches not only yourself, but it enriches people around you. The love that you have for yourself enriches yourself and it enriches others around you. Well, dear friends, that is all for this season finale for season number two on Sense of Self. I do encourage you to go back to check out the other episodes on Gift of Emotions. I think that's helpful. Or check out the other episodes on self-care, self-worth in season two. Those are useful as well. If you put them together by building the ability to develop your sense of self, it will in turn also grow your ability to love yourself. That's really all for this episode. I hope you have been enjoying our podcast episode so far. Please feel free to leave your comments and like and share this channel with your friends and those around you. For now, before we end, allow me to share a quick note of disclaimer. The views, expressions and suggestions brought up in this episode are meant for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to nor should it serve as a substitute for medical advice rendered to you by your therapist, doctor or other healthcare professionals. When in doubt, always seek the advice from your individual therapist, doctor or healthcare professionals with the questions or concerns you would have in regards to the particular situation challenges or conditions you may be facing that you came to be aware of while listening to this episode. Dear friends, that's all for this season number two. I'm not sure around when will I release season number three. I hope you'll be soon. But I do hope you have enjoyed journeying with me in this podcast episode called Journey Life Together. I certainly enjoy myself being able to produce all this podcast episode I'd like all of you to really, really learn to take care of yourself, to love yourself, to care for yourself, to learn to slow down and just breathe when times get tough. And exhale and know that, you know, tomorrow is still going to be another good day. We'll get through this. Every storm that comes, it will pass. So, same thing, stay well, take care, and I'll see you in season number three.